What can we expect from season Thank you for being here tonight. Uh, we saw a lot with your character last season, kind of trying to like processing grief, processing the loss of us. Always charts to explore, but in my heart I need more. What's it all for? Always charts to explore, but in my heart I'm still bored. What's it all for? Always charts to explore, but in my heart I need more. What's it all for? Always charts to explore. In my heart, I'm still pure. What's it all for? What's it all for? What's it all for? What's it all for? Board Bills. This is a Board Bills tournament episode. It's 1998, and it's all tied up. This is the tournament that will see if the tie will be broken or if Danny will enter the fold of victory in this our tournament of music yeah and it's not just any tournament of music it's a 1998 board bills bill boardament presented by dan and brave and and friends dan and brave and friends that's right that is the name of this show (laughs) yeah always always has been (laughs) always has been uh and uh well yeah i'll get to it later what I was just going to say, I'll get to later. Don't what even you worry were, about it. What you were going to say, you'll get to later. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, this is Dan and Brave Presents, the podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where we do a bunch of different shows. And this show in particular is the DBPSNFM, Dan and Brave Sports Network for Music, Board Bills, Boardament Tournament. This is the fan favorite flagship flagship format show where we have songs that go into a bracket to compete against each other and it's perfectly fitting because as we record this it is march it will come out in march uh is this what you were gonna say dave this is what i was gonna bring up but you're bringing it up now so go for it okay yeah so like this is this is the whole thing this is this is this is where the idea came from inspiration the inspiration maybe dave can elaborate more on that but i just want to explain it yes this is you listen to the draft episode to figure out how the songs got into the tournament there's a lots of there are a lot of different reasons but basically each of us each of these presenters have songs that go into the tournament and we are trying to figure out the best song of 1998 randomly chosen out of a bingo cage that wasn't number one because we already talked about those songs wasn't a sh- song that we talked about on our show in any other format and yeah. wasn't also the best performing song to hit not number one of each year and so, we put these songs against each other in a tournament. They compete one minute at a time against each other until the final round of the tournament to see who is champion. And I am the leadoff hitter, the coach, uh, the opening track, the uh, f- first strike, presenter Brandon. Wow. Nice work, as always. Great stuff. Great stuff. 98 decades almost over yeah sad i'd give give brandon a 98 percent on that introduction same explanation same a plus that's an a plus yeah 
Nice work. A little bit of room for improvement, but not I'll take much. It. I'll not take much. it. Yeah, not much at all. Um, we're the tournament host bunch, and I'm presenter Danny, presenter number two, the uh, second favorite, the second best, the silver medalist, the uh, piece of shit, uh, <laughs> number two, the two for one, the, you got it. You, you, you understand where I'm coming from. And it's reflective of how I performed in this tournament. Like, I'm, well, it's usually, I'm usually the worst, but I, the point is I'm never number one. I never win. I think it's going to stay that way this year. I know it is. And, and uh, you know, probably next year too, but you know what? I've accepted that. I'm just along for the ride at this point. Happy to be here. Even though I do come up with most of the ideas for this podcast, I'm still just happy to be around. Um, <laughs> presenter Danny. D- Dan, you're the best like wingman. Also number you're the two. Sidekick. Yeah, I'm I'm goose. I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm presenter number three. Um, the baby, the last born, <laughs> the most spoiled. Um <laughs> <laughs> The spoiledest? <laughs> the spoiledest. <laughs> triple threat, triple uh sipple. <laughs> triple dipple and all dave cologne um i was thinking like you know in the bathroom we've assigned number one to peeing right we've assigned number two to pooping mm-hmm. i'm thinking number three could be like burping oh okay something you should probably do in the restroom it's kind of rude to do it um out of the bathroom i think i think we give three burping. I thought you were going to say three is like the sit and scroll where you just like are on your phone. <laughs> well, that's not. <laughs> oh, come on. Well, I think three should. <laughs> sit and scroll? Listen, you got to be releasing something. It should at least be vomit. It should at least be a vomit session. Well, some stuff comes out of you when you burp. When you burp. Yeah, vomit. <laughs> I think or maybe d- cough. I think you're doing it wrong, Dan. Or, or like explosive diarrhea, because that's like liquid and solid. Anyway, there's a bunch of things. There's a bunch of little things we do that should all be done in the bathroom. I think we can assign every one and every one of them a number. Hiccuping, number seven. Bleeding. Uh, sneezing, nine. I don't know. Maybe that's a cert- that's its own podcast. Us assigning the numbers to. Uh, I like what Brandon said. Just going on your phone, I think, should count. I think that should be a number. That's three. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be in the top three. I okay. If it's anything, it's like in double digits. How about just washing your hands? Yeah, that's something you should be doing in the bathroom only. <laughs> yeah, bathroom only behavior. Anyway, Sh- shower. Let's get out of the bathroom, boys, and get into the uh, Coliseum where all the blood spills. Sixteen songs facing each other. Who will be victorious? I don't know. All I know is. This is coinciding with the real life March Madness, and um, maybe we can consider ourselves like the March Madmen or the March. Oh, yeah, I don't March, know. March March Madmen. Yeah, I like, yeah I like March Madmen is great. Um, if you would like to listen to the origins of this format, you got to go back to 2019. Yeah, two years ago. This month, two years ago, we did this tournament for the first time. Yep, which was my idea, not Dan's. Fair. 
We didn't do the billboard stuff though. We did uh, a covers. Covers. Yeah. Uh, facing each other matchup. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we discovered. Covers. We discovered Songs. that great. Uh, what a fool believes cover. Bet you that bed's nice and toasty. Sixteen covers, and. Uh, <laughs> This is also the part of the show that we've done every time where we recite the uh, the Board Bill's Creed, you know, the famous Board Bill's Creed, which is uh, Bill had a billboard. Bill also had a board bill. The Board Bill board bill. So Bill sold his billboard and paid his board bill. Then the board bill no longer board bill, but through he had, but though he had no board bill, neither did he have his billboard. <laughs> the famous Amazing. Bill billboard. Wow. The Billboard Creed. You know, I forgot about that completely. Where, where was that ri- originally from? Oh, it's from Dr. Seuss, who's canceled. Is it and really? Brandon, and Brandon just read it. <laughs> Is it really from Dr. Seuss? <laughs> no. Oh my God, Brandon. Yeah. No, what is it really from? Is it really from Dr. Seuss? Uh, no, it was just in a list of exercises from my teaching materials. I meant to do a parody of that and include a mint and like do like mint, mint, oh, mention, okay. you know, like kind of go the, off that th- thing because of, yeah. of board bills. But hey, whatever. I forgot. You yeah. did a great job. <laughs> um, now let's focus on 98. The let's year, focus on 98. The penultimate year. Yeah. The penultimate year of the 90s of the de- of the millennium of the century. And, and where you see us yeah. now is... Uh, Dave and myself both have four victories. Uh-huh. Uh, we are tied. And so this year, you know, and next year are the opportunities to see what's going to happen. You know, if Dan pulls out a win here, you know, that it will get even more interesting. If And then if one or me or Dave wins, the pressure's on to see what will happen next year. But let's focus on this year. We have some some business to to get to uh, in terms of the songs that we entered into the tournament and the songs that we did not enter into the tournament. So this is where we go through, talk about the songs that we didn't submit and why. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Dave? Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so I had said... I had said two things. One of them I said on the air, and another one I said in the private text channels of the podcast. On the air, I said, just looking at this list, I don't know what any of these songs are off the top of my head. Um, but but I had speculated that I had probably known a, a couple of them. And then I, the next day, I listened to the songs, and I texted uh, my co-presenters here, and I said, this is probably one of my favorite drafts ever. Now, I wound up knowing a handful of the songs because I just didn't know them by title, but I recognized a few of them, but mostly discoveries. Now I would say pretty much everything I didn't submit. I liked, but there was like four clear cut favorites. And then, so I had to make a a one decision. So songs that didn't get in, uh, all saints, never, ever. It's an R and B slow jam ballady thing. It's good. Uh, 98 Degrees, Because of You. I didn't really recognize it, um, but it's fine. It's fine. It's just like a boy band ballad, a BBB, Better Business Bureau. John B., They Don't Know, uh, an R&B jam. It, it's like, slow, again, like a just a good feeling vibe. Same exact thing with TQ Westside. Didn't submit that, but I really like that one. That actually, one of my favorites out of all of them. Uh, Leanne Ryan is looking through your eyes. 
not bad. It wasn't as good as as her other song, as I kind of assumed, but it was nice. It was a theme. Little too country. No, it was it was a theme song to a movie. I forget what movie, but it was like very soundtracky. Okay. And then uh, Puff Daddy Victory was good. It was fine. Um, I don't believe it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for the most part, Brandon, you I, can shit on Puff Daddy now. Oh, I want. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine, man. It's fine. You apologize to Mace. Yeah, he's that. He's got plenty of money. He's the richest guy in entertainment, I think. So what you can tell is that the songs that I stole from each of you because I won did get entered into the tournament. Ooh. So I made the right choices for stealing. Very nice. Good choices. And uh, we, can elaborate, we can elaborate on that uh, f- on, upon further review. Oh, but you can say the songs you've Oh, you yeah. So now. the songs I have in are Spice Girls, Too Much, Madonna, Frozen, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns, Deja Vu, LSG, oh, yeah. My Body, and Sarah McLachlan, Adia. Nice. Stole McLachlan. I knew it was going to be a good one. Thank you, Brandon. Um, yeah, another year where I had uh, slightly less to choose from than Dave and Brandon, but still a good amount, good volume here. Um, I've had worse years. Mm-hmm. I feel similarly to Brandon. Um, Wait, are, you talking about your, are you talking about your hair? Because your hair looks really nice. Good volume. Thank you so much. I hope you meant that, and that wasn't just for you know word play and word joke. It um, was not. It was something I've been meaning to bring up. You know, I'm glad you said that. It was a perfect opportunity for me to finally say what I've been wanting to say this whole podcast. Thank you. I haven't showered today. I'm my hair is very greasy. (laughs) Um, Okay, so very controversial. I did not put in Hanson. I will come to you. Oh shit! Brandon hyped Hanson. I hyped it. He, he did. Re- he like super hyped it. Don't let him tell you any different. He super hyped it. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Not bad. Good song. Kind of has um, almost like Brian Adams rasp a little bit. Like, so yeah, like the vocals. There's, yeah. There's a better, there's another ballad on the album that's risen, written by, I think, Desmond Child that's better than that one. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. Not, not bad. He's good, good stuff. Not a, not a winner, right? Not good enough, but not bad. Um, yeah, still overhyped though. <laughs> yeah, undeniably. I, I, okay, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know um, anything about this song. No, I just know uh, I will hate it. <laughs> yeah, you might hate it. Okay. Um, no surprise here, Sister, Sister Hazel. All for you. Gotta stop trying to get in here. Gotta stop trying to get in. <laughs> just give it up, Sister Hazel. You're not getting in. We're the bouncers of this <laughs> tournament club. You're not getting in. You're not Is that on the, the list. first time that this has happened? The what? That first time a song like tried to get in twice? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It got drafted twice and then didn't get in twice. <laughs> and it's been on our bottom threes both years. Right. So it was a song we didn't want, and we but we drafted two years in a row and didn't get in. Again. So congratulations to Sister Hazel. You definitely are <laughs> in the record the best at what you do. <laughs> it's not as annoying as I would have thought, but not enjoyable enough. Not getting right. it. Um, and then the hardest elimination for me. This was a tough one. Part of it was that it wasn't on Spotify. I just didn't want Brandon to have to deal with that. Sometimes we lose some audio quality when that happens. 
It's Silk E Fine featuring Chill, Romeo and Juliet. Solid R&B jam. This is good. This has potential, like, in the mega tournament, we re-enter songs, right, that didn't get in the tournament. That's, like, a, a part of what we do. Yep. I think that's a contender. It's a solid jam. I'll, I'll be up front here. It came down to that or the Missy Elliott song. Chose Missy Elliott. I thought it would be better for the tournament to have some Missy Elliott. Yeah, it was, it was a hard one. I might even regret it, you know. But anyway, um, so I put in Missy Elliott featuring Debrat uh, Sakatumi. Don't know, didn't didn't know this song. It's it's. I'm excited about it. Deborah Cox, the number two ball, returning to the show. Undeniable. Nobody's supposed to be here. It is the R&B jam. I clarified. The dance hit is has a separate remix title in parentheses. This song was a single. It was also on the R&B charts. Right. So okay. this is what we want. This is the song. We're clear. It's great. We've heard it on the show before. Uh, Uncle Sam, I don't ever want to see you again. Pleasant surprise here. Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Pleasant surprise here. Whoa. Um, this is the biggest shocker of the decade, maybe. I will not be revealing what it is, but pleasant okay. surprise. Uh, Spice Girl, Spice Up Your Life. I chose this one for the theme ball, I believe. Um, solid. Classic. Backstreet Boys, everybody. I'm not going to not put this in. This is, this is a jam. This is one of the main 90s jams, I'd say. Everybody, Backstreet's back. That's Um, fun. Backstreet by the Backstreet Boys. So those were my five that I'm entering in. Not a bad draft. Do I have a winning song? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, those are. You have at least three songs I know are fantastic, and they could probably go far. Yeah, that's true. We don't know. Who knows? I have a feeling I'll have similar luck as last year, where I have a good run, okay. not a champion, not a champion run. That's my gut, okay. but we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, the stuff that I disincluded <laughs> uh, are as follows, and I will stay off the bat that it was a very frustrating year to have the punishment ball because I had <laughs> three. Really great R&B songs that I really wanted to include, and I'll tell you which ones they were. It was Public Announcement, Body Bumpin', Yippee Yayo. Kind of had this um, Bone Thugs and Harmony flow to it. It was awesome. I just thought the ones I put in would go farther and be more fun to discuss, ultimately. Kind of same thing goes... But to a lesser degree, for this next song, I eliminated Drew Hill. We're not making love no more. Solid R&B ballad. Yeah, know that song. Good song. Cool red dragon on the album cover. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, Cisco loves the dragons. He does. I think he has a, a tattoo right on his on his arm. Yeah, that was. Yeah. It's like somewhere. It's, it's like it's like his symbol, like kind of like yeah. like, like Prince has a symbol. Cisco has like the dragon. <laughs> right. So that got eliminated from uh, my team. Gerald Levert, thinking about it. Um, Also very good. Awesome vocal rhythms. Uh, I just came down to what I thought would be more entertaining for the show. Um, But I'll probably regret not putting this one in because it was really excellent. But these are are the choices that that keep me up at night, you know? (laughs) I know I won't sleep tonight because of the regret. But, hey, it's the sacrifices we make to make a great show for you guys. Um, the other song I eliminated was 
was kind of mediocre. Five, when the lights go out, ultra cheesy hip hop induced boy band yeah. joint. I knew it. Brandon, you would probably know it too. Not as bad as Invisible Man, 98 Degrees, <laughs> but almost anything is. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what that was. Right, you know, it's not that bad, but it's it's not great. Cool. What I did put in is stuff I'm, I am excited about, other than the one song I had to put in because of a punishment. They include The Mummer's Dance by Lorena McKennett, Feel So Good by Mace, Ghetto Superstar, Praz featuring Old Dirty Bastard and Maya, Crush, the song selected what was it oh the 151 ball i yeah right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i chose jennifer i chose page. i personally plucked this song out of the files um jennifer page crush and a song i had to submit due to a punishment which was not deserved uh sex and candy <laughs> by marcy playground not deserved yeah it w- i didn't deserve that punishment <laughs> you uh, nobody, i was a very good boy <laughs> nobody deserves it more <laughs> What did I ever do so wrong? You lie every year about your punishments. <laughs> I guess karma really is that bitch because <laughs> this time I really don't like the song that I got punished with. Yeah, it could be one of the worst ones. Who knows? It's not. It's you know, it's not great, but it's annoying. Yeah. Sorry, it's not horrible, but it's annoying for sure. But maybe you got. Maybe you guys like it. No, I haven't heard it in years, so we'll see. And then finally, oh, were you done, Dave? I'm sorry. I'm done. And then finally, uh, voted on by listeners, uh, DVPS5 had two songs. It was Next, uh, But A Love, and Busta Rhymes, Dangerous. And uh, got word down the wire that Busta Rhymes, Dangerous, uh, destroyed. Is that, is, that, could that, is that true? Oh, my God. It was the biggest destroying in a voting we've ever had. It won thir- t- no, 12 to 1. I saw, like, because, you know, I, I I voted. I saw when I voted, I think it was Twitter and Facebook specifically, it was both 100% toward Buster Rhymes. It was Rhymes. Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, on Twitter, it was it was only, we only got two votes. Um, Total? But it was 1-1. One, one. The only vote that Next got was on Twitter. Everything uh, else was all... I voted um, for Next on Twitter. <laughs> oh, did you really? There you go. No one wanted to hear that Next song. And it wasn't so bad. It's just like, it's undeniably worse than, right? Than Busta Rhymes, Dangerous. Yeah, Dangerous is gonna be cool. Very excited for that one to come in. But congratulations to Dangerous by Busta Rhymes. You are the people's choice. Congratulations. And now, it's time. It's time to get to the tournament. It's time. And we are gonna be kicking things off with a bang, with a matchup that uh, is going to be a punch out, a knockdown drag out. It is Sarah McLaughlin, Adia, versus Deborah Cox. Nobody's supposed to be here. The one seed versus 16 seed. Yikes with this matchup, god damn it. So let me tell you something. (laughs) I knew knew day one this was going to happen because... Adia was the highest seed, like the highest number, like available, right. mm-hmm. and Deborah Cox was the lowest number, and I was like, "There's no way Dan's not putting that song in." 
and there's right. no way I'm not putting Adia in. So I knew this was going to be the matchup, and I'm Damn. so bummed about it. I know. This is like probably my best shot here. <laughs> like this, the, the right. It could be Dan's only way to a victory on this show. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. comment on the McLaughlin song. I'll, I will say. I did know it as soon as it started, but that's all I'll say before we begin. Okay. So, so oh. possibly two very well-known songs by us. Brandon, um, you may not, maybe we can wait till a few minutes from now because I, I don't think the song is coming up, but the there is a single, there's a radio edit of Backstreet Boys, Backstreet's Oh, back. yeah. Okay. When Same it, thing for one of my songs. This is very important me. that you play the single version. Okay. Remind me when we get there. Okay. I'm going to forget. It's Backstreet Boys. I'm telling you now. I'm going to forget. Okay. Dave, what is yours? Mine is Mummer's Dance, single version, single edit, okay. or radio edit. Okay. All right. So single remix. Here we go. We are going to listen to Sarah McLaughlin, Adia, from the top. For one minute. Here we go. Adia, do believe I failed Oh, yeah. I know this one. I like I can't like I knew that melody and like I I never knew what that song was I guess like I didn't know it was her I've never really listened to it aside from just hearing it in the background and damn is that good it's really good that's a good tune yeah yeah it's it's solid it's good yeah it's also one of those songs where like you probably every single time you hear it you're not sure what she's saying so it'd be impossible to even look up Adia, <laughs> what? What did you say? Adia, right. what? What is that? Not a word. The number eighty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eighty. Ah, uh. <laughs> I'm just saying she didn't help. Right. <laughs> when you hear, when you think Sarah McLaughlin, like I never would think like, like about production and instrument instrumentation. Like I would like think you know like her great voice and good songwriting, but like it sounds awesome. Like it's like a yeah. good band. Like. Just like really cool. It's a cool sounding song. It is a cool sounding song, yeah. Who sings I will remember Same same lady. Oh that is her. Okay. Got it. Yeah, it reminds me of uh you know, Fiona Apple or like Amy Mann of his era. Yeah, yeah. Which is I mean, they're all in the same I don't know, company. <laughs> they they do similar <laughs> things and they're right. of sure. similar eras where they excelled. Yeah, it's the dawn of that kind of stuff in uh, Atlantis a few years before. Right. Um, 
You know, it's, I think what might hold it back is it's not sad enough. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> upbeat for her. Uh, huh? Yeah, like, uh. <laughs> Why weren't you sadder? Like, she's rocking out a little too hard. <laughs> yeah, like, geez, pump the brakes here. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> chill out. Be sad. Damn, it's it was good. It's almost like... Oh, yeah, this is great. I'm, yeah. always, I'm always too shocked when, like, when it's actually something very good and like not that poppy it takes me out of this tournament i'm like what where are we this is not portament stuff almost like right it, like yeah it's kind of like the paul cole song from last year where this song i would i kind of separate it in my mind with the kind of music we usually <laughs> listen to on the show like right? oh yeah i'm gonna have to give this i'm always yeah. like yeah. a little like out of my comfort zone or something <laughs> when something like this plays on the show like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to give this genuine analysis. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It's like, all right, now I can't like make as many jokes. I just have to be like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that earnest. was my reaction like, too. What? Like, I, as soon as I heard it, like, I became instantly obsessed, and like, I've been listening to this song all week because it's just like, it's so good. I love it. But let's uh, listen. Yes. And anyway, we we have a lot of really great pop songs on this show. Yeah. Like, I do think quality wise, I think it's as good as like the best pop song we've covered but it's just like a different arena of music it's like critically acclaimed right stuff but I'm, I'm excited to listen to more of her stuff because like i just never really gave her a fair chance because i just as a kid i just assumed it was like like adult stuff and so i just never like paid attention oh, yeah, to it sure. so right i'm excited to uh you brandon you listened to the whole song this week no just that minute <laughs> okay Okay. Okay. I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> I don't believe it at all. I don't believe it at all. I just kept no. stopping at that one minute. <laughs> Obviously not. <sighs> wow. All right. A little bendy. A little bendy. But I don't like it. I guess it's. I guess it's fair. It's Nothing like in the rule book you, says you, you shouldn't. You do went that. into the team's locker room and looked up their plays. That's what just happened. <laughs> you know all the plays. It's cheating, straight up. But we never made a rule about that officially. Never made a rule. Just frowned upon. It's just frowned upon. Very frowned upon. Fair. It's just something you don't do, you know? And something you shouldn't have admitted. I can't believe you admitted it. <laughs> Shame to yourself. It's like you just revealed that you've been juicing this whole time. It feels like that. <laughs> yeah. That well, and as as we said in the in on Dan Bravo though, baseball was better with juicing. Yeah, so by, the tourney's better. I support. Juicing. I support your willingness to to bulk up. I like it. The cheat. Yeah. The cheat. I like you with power. <laughs> <laughs> He's got adia running through his veins. His biceps are pumping adia. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Dever Cox. Nobody's supposed to be here. Yes. Here we go. Oh, this was also, by the way, this was me versus Dan. I didn't actually say that. And this is Dan's pick. Here we go. Thank you. Uh, okay. Oboe. That's an oboe, right? I don't think so. <laughs> Jam. Chorus right away. Usually a good sign, I think. So many vocals. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just her. <laughs> I 
there she is. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's quality. Better than I remembered, honestly. It's quality. Yeah, I, 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 you don't think about that version. Like, I just think of the, the remix, because so, I think that was so... That was, like, I mean... We, inescapable. Yeah, yeah exactly. It yep. felt more... Yeah, I felt bigger at the time, the remix. Like, I think that was maybe... I don't know if it was played on the it radio. It probably was, more. because... Yeah. It was probably played on more radio stations too. Like yeah. it's yeah. played everywhere. Uh, KTU. Z one hundred PST. KTU. <laughs> what? <laughs> PST? What? <laughs> you don't have PST? Or what? is it PFP? Not PFT. There is no PST. PTSD? There was something <laughs> related. <laughs> station identification. There, there was uh, KTU, which was like the clubby New York station. Yes. Um, Kiss FM also kind of clubby, right? B ninety five. What was WPLJ? Was that a thing? Yeah. No. New York PTS. PTS. I don't know. There was something with P P P S. Oh, PST. I think it is PST. Oh my God! It's yeah. I'm I'm climbing is into it the a point, specific the point. PST. The point. You might be. Is it? Yeah. I think now. I think you might be right. PST. The point. Well, it was ninety four. No, no, I don't like point. the. What'd you say? The point Graham? was in there. I know the point was in there. It was. It was the station that my bus driver played. Okay, ninety four point five was PST, and that's there you from, go. It's from Princeton. Hmm. Yep, that's the one I listened to in Jackson. It the, probably the didn't travel over to where you guys were in Tom's River. <laughs> the point was ninety four point three. Ninety four. Ninety four point three. The point. Oh, yeah. so PST and the point are two different things. And there's Z100, but you needed to be... Tom's River was just far enough south where it wasn't great... Uh, reception? Reception. Because it's New York, and Tom's River's a little right. far. Jackson, you probably got it. Anyway, all those stations <laughs> probably got the, the dance version of Deborah Cox's song. Correct. Yeah. This was probably only R&B... 107.5, yeah. that R&B station, or like Power 105, yeah. maybe. Or Hot, 90, or Hot 97, if that was around then. This song, it starts off like very trying to lure you in with instrumental like an oboe sounding thing probably an oboe um and then this like the amount of gang vocal there is is really powerful yeah like it's a lot of voices all singing like full force it's gospel it's powerful yeah fastball <laughs> gospel did you say gospel. fastball gospel oh gospel okay yes <laughs> He said Godspell. <laughs> Godspell, yes. So what um, is she saying? Like, um, how did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. She says at one point, um, uh, I tried that something for the last, like love. Like she's saying, I tried that for the last time. Is she surprised that she's in love? Is it like that kind of a thing? Like, I can't fall in love with somebody. Nobody's supposed to be here. Is it like oh, that? Oh, I love the verse too. I'm going to say, I do think this is a perfect song. It's, I mean, every part is perfect. Melody. Wow. Right away. And uh, production. Now, this is difficult because I do really like the Sarah McLaughlin song. <sighs> and it hit me harder than I was hoping because I love the Deborah Cox song and I want it to succeed. Yeah, I'll just say, so when I, when I was choosing my steals from Dan, I said, 
do I go for the win and take Deborah Cox? Right. These are both options. Or do I go for the gamble and take Sarah McLaughlin? Right. And, and so because of me knowing that this was going to be the matchup is probably why I listened to McLaughlin so much, anticipating the loss because of how good of a song Nobody's Supposed to Be Here is. Because I agree. Like, I love this song. It's one of my favorites of this R&B category. So it's a tough one. I'm going to stand by my my love of Adia, though, being a new discovery as I will officially say my favorite discovery of at least the 90s tournament so far. Discovery, but you knew the song. Yes, but like rediscovery. I'm rediscovery. sorry. Yes, this is bo- uh, from bo- from ignored to adored. The there return of ignored to adored. It's a discovery for me. Don't did, don't know that song. Um, really like it, but I mean, Deborah Cox is way more my vibe. Um, you know, I'm if I have both these albums in front of me, I'm listening to the Deborah Cox album. You know, I mean, that's it's just it's more my thing. R and B jamming. That's the vibe. Uh, that's my vibe. I don't know what else to say. I mean, yeah, I I like I like the Adia thing. I mean, McLaughlin's very talented and very good. Um, I wish it was sadder. <laughs> uh, it's great. It would beat a lot of stuff in here. I know I, I use that a lot. <laughs> I say that a lot on the show, but I, I do feel that way. But versus Deborah Cox, nobody's supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going for Cox, and I'll tell you why is because, you know, this was my favorite going in, for sure. I thought the Sarah McLaughlin song would be a song I liked. I liked it even more than I thought, thought I would. But then I, I realized, oh, I haven't really heard this Deborah Cox song in a long time. And it, it kind of it won me back because it was so much better than, that song was so much better than I expected, even though I've heard it. I had the same reaction, Oh, shit, the yeah. song, it really is that good. Yeah. So I was right this whole time. Because sometimes you, you love a song and then you hear it on the tournament and you're like, okay, it doesn't really get great until a little bit later on. This one is from the from the fucking jump is amazing. Yeah, I was wondering if there was going to be like a long intro. Like I, because I didn't remember if like it just right. came right in and it just like, yeah, it just jumps right in. Same. Same. Yeah, I did not remember how it started, but it starts with the chorus. Great. I it, Listen, it's, it's, a, it's, it's one of the best songs. I was bummed by the matchup, but I'm happy we got to hear Sarah McLaughlin with a great tune. Big look back candidate. Adios. Ba, 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 da, da, da. <laughs> Adios. Adios. <Sarah. laughs> All right. So Deborah Cox is moving on. The next matchup is me versus Dave. This is the eight seed versus the nine seed. This is Hell Lord yeah. Tariq and Peter Guns with Deja Vu, number 36. Against Mace, feels so good. Uh, number go. forty-four. D- Dave had said on the on the show that uh, there was a fun sample in Lord Tariq and Peter Guns, and he was right. It's a fun sample. Well, we'll see how much Brandon really likes Mace in this matchup. <laughs> <laughs> now this is going to be a fun matchup to two. I want to say Lord Tariq and Peter Guns are East Coast hip hop, but I'm not sure. Just let me confirm. Yes, they're from the Bronx. So we have two New York hip hop songs in the era when hip hop came back to the East Coast as uh, the place to make hip hop. This is, this is fun. We're in the thick of it. Yeah. 
So this is the eighth seed versus the nine seed. This is Dave versus Dan. This is Lord. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Am I having deja vu? <laughs> Here we go. What? Here is Deja Vu Uptown Baby by Lord Three Computer Guns. Here we go. Oh yeah. Oh, two samples that are fun. Yeah. Shakira, Shakira. Right. <laughs> yeah. New York to the heart, but got love for all. Lie, die in the fire where I learn the ball. Uptown is the place where I lay my dome. On the streets of the Oh, wait, I think I do know the song. Oh, damn it, we hope. Steely Dan. Right. Yep. I never really liked to play a fool like that, but I love to succeed. See, foes fall flat. Flat. Like deja vu. And I got another clip down a deja crew. I said, piss down. Don't pee. Mo with the piss down. Just cause I'm pissy don't mean you should miss that. Keep them in the fitties and hunt all arranged. Anything less than that, you keep the change. Not filthy rich, but bitch, I'm barely broke. Blessed with flows to keep you hooked like dope. Friends call me guns, sons call me trife. Cause the quick to slide off and slide this dick up in your wife. And that's oh. life. You oh. should learn how to treat her. I guarantee Peter knows how to. <laughs> okay. That is a 2000s rap flow. That is a yeah. 2000s yeah. flow. Definitely. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like. Hey man, I heard your mixtape. Sounds great. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Oh man, like it, I'm very it, into it that. Honestly, it sounds like big, like it's like big boy kind of like a, like really feeling some of that like uh, oh true like yeah, off rhythm stuff. Yes. Lord Tarek. It reminded me of like the Dipset guys. They kind of, they have oh the, Cameron and his yeah. buddies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Reminded me of that. Yeah. One hundred percent. Definitely like more of that flavor. Yeah. That was like good. New York. Yeah. Love, love that sample so much. Yeah. It works perfectly for their flow. That's a good song. And I love a fake out sample. So what is that originally? Because obviously the Shakira um, thing is much later. Or is it them originally? Is it, is it Lord Tariq and Peter <laughs> oh, Guns? Yeah. They produced that. <laughs> That's an original by Peter Guns and Lord Tariq. I forget what it's from. I think Brandon, it's... Brandon, do you know? Uh, I think I looked it up. It's. I think it's like a... Um, Okay, here it is. Jerry Rivera. Amor is this is that what it is? Amores como el nuestro. I think it sounds right. Cool. Yeah, good flow, great samples. Um, yeah, just really, really good. Some cutting lyrics. Oh yeah. I don't think he should be doing that to my wife. <laughs> She's my wife. Um. <laughs> I don't know these guys further from the song, so I don't know what happened to them after this. Yeah. Are they still around? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn? Guns? Lord Tariq. Lord Tariq. <laughs> um, yeah, they were a hip-hop duo. Nope, they broke up in 1999 without releasing any other material. Wow. That's it. Peter That's Guns it. was on Love and Hip Hop New York. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. There you go. That's okay. it. All right. So that was that. Here now is Mace with Feels So Good. New York. Another New York. Here we go. You ready, Mace? Party people in the place to be. Uh -huh. It's about that time for us to. Ah! Yeah. Uh -huh. 
What you know about oh, wait, yeah. now? Head west, another song. TVs all up in the headrest. Try and live it up. Rock jewel, bigger truck. Peace all glittered up. Stick a kid, nigga, uh-huh. what? Jig with a cut. Slip crisp, fit it up. Hoes rock, get your nut till I can't get it up. <laughs> I'm a big man. Get a man, jam. Fun era, man. This is great. From Cancun to Grand Tron. Why you stand on the wall? Hand on your balls. Lighting up drugs. Always fighting in the club. I'm the reason they made the dress cold. They figure out what and why when I'm in my fresh clothes. Dresses, I suppose, from my neck to my toes. Neck full of gold, baguettes in my rows. Rec shows, collect those extra O's. By the heat, get a key to the Lex to hold. East, West, every state. Come on, bury the hate. Millions, the only thing we in the heavy to make. But the Diddy ad libs, right? Yeah. Let's begin. He sucks. Bring this BS to an end. Come on. Right. How could I forget this song? Yeah, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bad boys bad, make me feel so bad, good. Bad, so that's like an interpolation boy. of uh, Miami Sound Machine. Bad boys. Bad, bad, oh yeah. Bad, oh, of course. Boy. Yeah. You make me feel so good. And uh, cool in the gang, you know. Yeah. So again, like both songs using dual samples. And right, uh, both. The, oh wow, yeah. And yeah, this is this. Hey Mace, this is great. This is great, Mace. <laughs> oh, now you have nothing but praise for Mace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <How fitting. laughs> have you been listening to the Mace song all week, Brandon? <laughs> no, this wasn't my pick. <laughs> oh man, um, I like both of these for the same exact reason. <laughs> Dude, so. it's too... They're too... <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Well, this is too hard of a matchup, too, almost. It's a one-to-one. One. What the fuck? I'm an immediate overtime vote. I don't know about you guys. I I, did, I can't differentiate these that much. <laughs> they're, they're both great. They did the same tactic. Yeah. The main difference, of though, is Mace has, like, Diddy in the background. Right, that's right. And he has, like, a more discernible chorus, like, at least that we've heard so far. Right. And, I, and Tariq and Guns are I are harder, like a little right. bit. Like your bass feels just you know more laid back, more chill. He's talking about like this. He's like they made the dress code. I'm the reason they made the dress code. Whereas Peter Guns is talking about fucking your wife and standing like, on <laughs> standing on the wall, hand on your balls. <laughs> yeah. Um, love both of these a lot. This is great. We're in a good era. Yeah. This is a good era. I like this a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go to overtime. I'm down to do overtime because, yeah, we might get a little bit of the chorus. And, and also, we, we might get a hint of, like, second verse flows to see what is coming up. Totally. So let's do that. Let's do Deja Vu at one minute for 30 seconds. Here we go. Niggas in the Bronx call me Lex Cause I push a Lex And I rock Wait, a Rolex And I lounge on Lex And I love sex And I wave texts on sets That be trying to flex Like Dex Nigga, God rest your soul But when you're playing cards with guns It ain't no time to fold Ho New York niggas got crazy game But out of town niggas is all the same Brooklyn niggas get crazy loot That's because when it's beat They ain't scared to shoot All them niggas know how to play Mac the 600 getting crazy pay that's fun. <laughs> ah, it's kind of a New York anthem. Interesting. Very very fun. All right, then here is Mace at one minute. Here we go. Make me feel so good. Yeah. You know you make me feel so good. That's what we do. Bad, 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 bad Come on. Boy, I wouldn't change you if I could. 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 I 
<laughs> you can't understand, we be Waikiki, shipping DP to the TV, look greedy. Uh-huh. Little kids see me way out in DC with a Z3 chrome BBs, they wanna be me. Niggas talking shit, they ought to quit. Unfortunate, they don't see a fourth what I get. And those be the same ones walking while I whip. Just started seeing. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got my vote now. I don't know about you guys. I do too. I have my vote now. Me too. And I, I, my vote is what I was leaning towards the first time. Okay. I'm voting for Mace. Feels so good. I am also voting for Mace. Feels so good. I'm voting for Lord Tarek and Peter Guns. Really? Yeah. I, oh, interesting. Okay. I liked it. I did too. Um, I think... You know what it is? I love Mace over the flow so much. He's like so perfect for this song. Yeah. Yeah. It feels better, but I am kind of intrigued by Lord Tarek and Peter Guns. Yes, it's a little like fuck, fucky sounding. Yeah, I think I'm. I think that Lord Tarek and I think that song that is like really interesting and you, the use of the sample is cool, but it's just the mace is just it's just a little too well executed. Like everything is just totally. working in that song. I I do agree. It's like it's a very like, perfectly compiled song. Yeah, it, it it feels like it feels like Mace walked into the studio, didn't even bother listening to the sample. They just put headphones on him, play the sample, and he just start and he just went. That's yeah. what it, that's yeah. what it feels like. It feels like the song is just designed for him, and like his chill, lazy, yeah, like flow. I agree with Brandon, hundred percent. Yeah, just fun. kind of perfectly executed. But the Peter Guns thing was cool. Um, yeah. yeah, love that sample, and they're a little like. Eh, Harder, I guess, for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah, they're edgy. Edgy. I don't want to say edgier. They're edgier. I don't like, uh, yeah, I <laughs> no, don't they're, like that. They're, they're edgier. I they don't are like edgier. that. No, because think about this: like Mace is like a mainstream rapper more so than Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, he's yeah. making it for the big dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Lord Tariq feels like they're making it for like the for the neighborhood. I will say this. I do think Diddy is going to hurt Mace's longevity. Well, he, I, I see. I, you might be. You might not feel how I feel. I really like hearing Diddy interject here and there. I, it, it makes me like. It, it's very um comfortable for me because this is how I first heard hip hop as a boy. A producer in the background coming in a little bit at a time. I know it doesn't actually. Doing bug words me. of it's just, it's just fun to make fun of. Now, if he gives him a full verse. We're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Brandon trouble. specifically didn't enter songs last year because of a Diddy intro. <laughs> and those songs are probably good. Like, yeah. like, but first minute was trash. So. All right. Well, this is, I'm very excited to hear this because this is the debut of uh, Uncle Sam with a, <laughs> oh, yeah. a song title uh, that I didn't write in. Uh, what is the name of the song? I don't ever want to see you again. Okay, so this is Dan on Dan matchup, uh, number f- the fourteen. No, the four seed versus the thirteen seed. Uncle Sam, I don't ever want to see you again. Number twenty six versus Spice Girls, Spice Up Your Life, eighty one. Uh, I'm gonna see a good one. I'm gonna say goodbye to a good one here. Damn. Oh, wow. That's I, a spoiler, Dan. Either way, either way, I'm saying goodbye to a good one. It's a bummer. So I think we said, did we say we don't know how it can't be an Uncle Cracker <laughs> type yeah. thing? Yeah. So maybe it's a good Uncle Cracker thing. Right. So uh, I'm excited. 
I can't wait to get to it. Here we go. Here is I Don't Ever Want to See You Again by Uncle Sam. <laughs> that was not at all. <laughs> it's like um, Stevie B sounding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? It's his uncle. <laughs> it sounds like Boys of Men's I'll Make Love to You, right. but even worse production. Wait, wait, vocals, I think. I know, pretty good. Telling I'll a story. Listen to that story. <laughs> I know it's very much story story time, Dave. I I, I don't know. I, he sounds like he's just like like older, and he somehow managed to crank out a hit. Like this older guy cranked out like a '90s kind of R&B jam. That's what it feels like. I don't know for sure yeah. if he is actually older. It just it feels like that. I was into it. <laughs> very um, avuncular. He was born in the late '80s on the southeast side of side of Chicago. Not. No way he was born late 80s. In the make him late ten, 80s? Make him 10 That's years old. That's what it says on Spotify. I'm just he would be, what it says. He would be 10 years old then, Brandon. <laughs> I'm just reading you what it says on Spotify. It says Uncle Sam was born in the late 80s. Maybe the moniker Uncle Sam. 1880s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely 1880s. <laughs> make him 10 years old. Wow, the voice of a 10-year-old? Whoa, cool. It says he's born in 71. So he's actually a young man. Oh, he's in his late twenties. Could have fooled me. And he signed to Boys to Men uh, Records, uh, Stone Creek Records. Hey, all right. Um, do you guys like it? Yeah, it was very princey to me. Ah, especially lyrically, kind of stepped up um, a little bit more than usual. Like someone sent her sent him a letter, and like he didn't want to open it, but open it, but something was telling him to open it, and then he opened it. I don't know. I love it. I was really engaged in the story. You know why? Because Uncle Sam, it was like kind of like my patriotic duty to do so. <laughs> it's Uncle Sam here. Okay. It's a very patriotic I gotta song. Give. I remember. I remember hearing this a lot after 9-11. Really? This song? Yeah. <laughs> this song got a lot of people to join the <laughs> army after 9-11. God. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> damn, 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 damn. Did you like it, Brandon? Yeah, I would say that this is like almost the pr- almost the prototype for Trick by Vibes, where it's just like it's like a, a co- perfectly executed good song, good singer, but also just like if you're not paying attention, it's just kind of like in ear one out the uh, you know what I right. mean? Like it's just a little on the precipice of. <laughs> Right. Well, it's this vibe that you like, so you're going to like it, but like, uh, yeah, yeah. It, I, I feel you. It just took me by surprise, which was, I, so I think I like, because of the surprise factor, I really wanted to put it in, but now I'm thinking like, ah, oh, Silk was probably a better song. 
Shit. I don't know. <laughs> Can't think about that. But um, we we gotta work on his name, Uncle Sam. I know that's like another the thing. The name too. is like, <laughs> it's just straight up inappropriate. It's inappropriate for you to be named that, like Uncle Sam. <laughs> I just like what is that about? I was just intrigued. Yeah, I was intrigued by this whole thing. He's not old. Is he like very very patriotic? Like it's just, just <laughs> right. a weird name to go for if you're just like a yeah. I if, you're, was, if you're not like a Southern rock band or something, I don't know. <laughs> exactly yeah that's <laughs> i was just intrigued by his whole thing so um all right spice girls time spice girls time spice, spice up your up life our lives here we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a fake live song it's party can you go louder oh my god yeah like a salsa or something like a piano yeah the vocals are so interesting in this one they're like it's like a fake live song yeah call and response 40. <laughs> oh my god. This song is like. That production's so chaotic yeah, sound. I was just gonna yes. say it's like manic production. What the fuck? Yeah. She, right. Sporty's yeah. voice is so, it's got this like biting tonality to it that it, it's just so right. distinct. Like it's a really unique yes. sound. <laughs> the song so okay i never i guess for whatever reason when the song was out i didn't associate it with the latin explosion movement but it kind of fits i never yeah. i guess it, like um i never really put it's, it in that category but it is kind of in there um you know with the ricky martin sound it predates it right but well i think ricky martin was this year probably right or was it no. next year or was it 99 i think it might be next year i think all the songs that hit number one that were latin or next year, or maybe it was like end of this year. Yeah, Enrique was pretty early though. Enrique, it's, it's it's this era, but I think like yeah, it's like maybe like a year before the big songs. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I said it while the song was playing. It just it feels like it's a live version, but it's not the way it's yeah. produced. Like their voices are like in the background. Yeah, that's I think that was a big part of the product because like Ricky Martin's like that the Cup of Life song sounded like that too. Like, yes, totally. yes it did. Yes. Um, <laughs> that song's hey, great. Yeah. It has that Sex in the City vibe. That yeah. salsa Sex oh, in the City man. vibe. Totally. Ninety-eight totally. is a year. <laughs> a Latin explosion is happening for white girls. No Latins in this group. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for mainly white girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well they're trying they're trying to spice up their life they know it's boring and white and except for scary spice but uh they're trying to spice it up that's true i mean i'm all for it you know dude yeah of the piano yeah it is definitely way more salsa right like, intentional than i than i remember yeah. i remember having it having like a little bit of that but i don't remember the production at all I just remember like the the melody and the right. yeah na, na, na. I love that second album of theirs I believe 
Spice World. Yeah, Spice World and the, the movie also this year, I think. <laughs> yep, last one with Ginger. <laughs> right. Before she went solo. There's a, there's a review here. I don't... So it says, George Varga of the San Diego Union Tribune believed that the song does for Latin music what Hanson has done for death metal. What does that, what? What that, that even mean? They're trying to say it's shit, I think. Yeah, but like they're it. but this song is purposely trying to have Latin elements. Like Hansen isn't trying to have death metal elements. Like that's just yeah, a weird, that's a weird comparison. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess Brennan he's is going to Hansen's defense again. He has well, to. <laughs> no, I think that review. All that review is trying to do is say like this doesn't do anything for Latin music. This is disrespectful. In the same right. way, yeah. Hanson doesn't do anything for death metal. It's the same. Like he's trying it's to make just, it that it's that bad. I disagree. I, this is very fun. Um, I mean, it's it's a cultural appropriation. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right. But um, <laughs> to to me, it's like they're doing a they're doing a nod to uh, Latin and samba and salsa music. I like it. I think it's fun. If it was their whole thing all the time, maybe it'd be. That'd be very that'd be weird, yeah. Weird, that'd be weird. Yeah. you know. But it's not like that. It's just like they kind of flirted with it for a song or two. They're called the Spice Girls. They want to spice yeah. things up. Hello, hello. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Spice up your life. Their life is already spicy. They want you to spice up your <laughs> life. Your life, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm voting for spice up your life. Yeah. Yeah, that have, was that was ha- the one. Have to. I should have put Silk in. Fuck though, because I wanted to hear more of that story from Uncle Sam. <laughs> I know. I'll bet it gets better. Eh, no, I not. never will. <laughs> maybe it doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, too fun. I'm happy I picked it. Right. I think this was the theme song that I picked. Yeah. 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 All right. Final. Final matchup on this side of the bracket, we have Dave. Versus DBPS5. This is the 5 seed versus the 12 seed. This is Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy, Dave's Punishment Song, number 28, yeah. versus Busta Rhymes, Dangerous, number 80. I want to be clear. This is Punishment versus DBPS5. Right. This song is not really associated with me. I was going to say, Dave, you got to be happy about this matchup because, I mean... Yeah, I mean, totally. Like, because you hate this so much and... DPS five could use a win. Yeah, we'll do we'll do the matchup because we have to, but <laughs> we know what the outcome is already. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen yet. Yeah, you're right. Here we go. Here is Marcy Playground, Sex and Candy. Here we go. Hanging around downtown by myself, and I Ooh, had really so good. Much I do not remember it being like poor man's nirvana. I hate that. Right, yeah, me neither. Yet there she was. Like disco superfly. The production sucks ass. Who's that lounging in Sucks ass. <laughs> There's nothing to it. It sounds like shit. I bet a lot of people probably love this. This is not for me. <laughs> no. It's the lamest snare drum I've ever heard. It sounds like a demo. God, it 
That's so weak. The fuck that. Yeah, that's the worst uh, snare drum I've ever heard. It's lame. Um, the snare drum sucks. The vocals, like, no energy. That is a nominee and potential early winner for best punishment we've ever had. Yeah. That is a great punishment. That is horrible. In all of the parade, <laughs> in all of yeah. the parade of like Kurt Cobain wannabe, in the wake of Nirvana, this is where like Puddle of Mud is better than this shit. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Puddle of Mud is more fun than this. Yeah. This is sounds. Yeah. This, this is this, so nihilist. Like this is like that's such a funny opinion, but I agree. <laughs> we know Kurt Cobain like kind of had like this nihilist like anti-establishment fuck it all kind of attitude but he brought it when it was time to rock yeah this guy took it too too much to heart it's like there's no effort in any way and this from anything in this song guitar is like fuck this shit the drums like fuck this shit all of it sounds so i don't know like malaise i just like why'd you even come to the studio and record this <laughs> you should have stayed home yeah somebody was doing them a favor it sounds like the record company forced these people into recording this song i wish we could do i can't see them like wanting to do anything i wish there was a control experiment where the same exact song was recorded with different lyrics and it's not sex and candy and see if it was anywhere as near successful interesting yeah probably there's like a little bit of a um shock factor there right sex and candy yeah and the thing is is i I remember this this is a huge song it is yeah like i never really listened to this like i became aware of this much later uh and i'm proud of that so let's move on i I, I do think the hook could have been fine i just think the execution is abysmal that hook is more than anything i think the verse is is not too bad i think the verse is like um, like pretty insufferable yeah slodgy yeah but do you understand what i'm saying like this sounds like they have no willpower to do anything in life how did a song (laughs) even get recorded (laughs) right i'd be surprised if there's a whole album and not just one song because i can't (laughs) imagine them recording another song like having the energy and want to do that well, yeah. there's track four on an album that's called St. Joe on the School Bus. Wow, that is unbelievable. I think they had like just done heroin and then recorded this. Well, track, I mean, track eight on that album is called Opium. <laughs> anyway, wow. 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 Anyway, wow. Let's listen to DBPS5's Busta Rhymes Dangerous. Slightly more energy. Slightly maybe, more energy. Maybe, maybe. Here we go. We just need a little bit, and then we're good. A little bit. Also low energy. (laughs) (laughs) What a drum on He's so cool. This is cool. Oh my god He is so different from everything else going on At this time Yeah he's bringing in a new rhythm Yeah Come on. 
And dress. It's so cool. Uh, I love it. So cool. So fucking cool. <laughs> so cool. My God. He's a genius, man. He's crazy. <laughs> He's, he said it himself. The flow be so immaculate. It's, it's yeah. just so good. I want uh, Who produces this? Who is that? That's a good up. question. Is it just this Timbaland? Is Armando. Oh, look at this. Armando Colon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? My family made this. Armando Cologne and Rashad Smith. And wow. then he, he links up with Janet for like a very similar sounding thing, right? I think, uh, yeah, this year or next year or the year after that, pretty soon. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. I, I kind of knew it was, I hadn't heard the song in a long time. I kind of knew it was going to be this cool. Yeah. I mean, this is, this, this yeah, is this, uh, some pretty good production credits here. We got some Tribe Called Quest, Keith Sweat, Mary J, Aaliyah, Nutty Professor soundtrack, Fly Like an Eagle. Uh, cool. Oh, Cologne? Oh, for Cologne? Uh, no, Rashad Smith, I was reading. Oh, and Erica Badu. Wow. <laughs> I'm reading. Well, he doesn't have a clickable article on Wikipedia. <laughs> Might as well not exist, huh, Brandon? He doesn't have a clickable article on Wikipedia. <laughs> wow. So this is his only track. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not even seeing him like elsewhere. <laughs> anyway, I know Armando Cologne did a lot to this song, and his contributions will not go unnoticed. And it honestly feels like. This is Armando's song, and Buster Rhymes is just there for the ride, too. <laughs> well, right, so that's moving on. Yeah, this is no. one of the easiest votes and uh, in yeah. history. Buster Rhymes, dangerous. Star of Halloween Resurrection, Buster Rhymes is, is moving on. Um, I'm excited to hear Dave's genre for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this side of the bracket is complete. We have in the Elite Eat on this side of the bracket, Deborah Cox, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here, versus Mace, Feel So Good, and then Spice Girls, Spice Up Your Life, versus Buster Rhymes, Dangerous. Okay. All right. Cool. We weeded out the the bad seeds. The bad weeds. <laughs> okay, now over here we have... Jennifer, this is uh, Dave versus Dan. This is Jennifer Page, Crush, the two seed, number 21, versus Missy Elliott, Sock It To Me. This was Dave, This was Dan's song that he wanted, but Dave got it. Yeah, You want it, one. but I've got it. And then we have Missy Elliott, Sock It To Me. Um, two titles that are very physical sounding. Yeah, Crush, Sock It To Me. Very violent. Yes. I thought this was music, guys, not boxing. Because it sounds like it with those titles. Oh, yeah. it's Missy Elliott and DeBrat. Sorry, I forgot to uh, write that in the thing. Uh, but Correct. that is uh, what is going on. So here we go. Here is Jennifer Page with Crush. This all rules. Uh, I wanted this one so bad. Yeah, 
that snare. <laughs> oh, yeah. The snare leading. Like a like a younger Mariah Carey sister. Okay, a like little a, bit vocally, right? Right, yeah. Like not as good, but in the family. Something about this song is like almost like disco e. Okay, so I uh, you know what is weird? The first thing I thought of after because I haven't heard it in so long. It sounds like Empire of the Sun. You know that band's? Uh, oh yeah. Right. It sounds yeah, like that vibe. Yes. Which is kind of like that disco-y pop stuff. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like we're not going to do a full-on disco recreation. We're going to do like more of a mid-tempo, slightly disco sound. So it appeals to people that were around during the disco time, but they can't keep up with that BPM anymore. <laughs> so we're doing like a more moderate BPM. Like, yeah. But it's still like bringing you back to that feeling. Of the disco era, so you can you can dance to it, you can sway to it, but it's not intense. I think it has a lot of cross generational appeal because, like you know, crush. That's a very kiddish term. I have a crush on you. Hee <laughs> hee. You know. <laughs> that's like a thing. Like, oh, I have a crush on this this girl from school. So within this era, Mandy Moore also has a song called Crush. Which is about that. Like, I've got yeah. a crush on you. Like, well, I, I was just going to say, like, it's, it's crush is very kiddish. It's not deep love. It appeals to the young because they definitely have crushes. Like, if I was a little kid, I'd have a crush. I know what she's talking about. <laughs> yes. But it also appeals to an older audience because of the music. It sounds like uh, Slow Down Disco. Sorry, go ahead. Totally. Yeah. Crush Generational. Really great song. I... This was uh, in the same year that Robin Show Me Love was eligible, which I wish we got a chance to listen to. Yeah, this is just a really good era. Like, all this stuff has just got a cool vibe to it. I like it a lot. Another song that I knew, but is better than I remembered. So this has been a really good tourney for uh, reappreciation. Refreshmers. Refreshers. Refreshmers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remembered it, and I knew it was great. That's right. why I wanted it. It was just undeniable. Well, I saw both you guys. It, if you wanted it, you should have drafted it. I don't. I mean, clearly you didn't want it that bad. I know that is how the show works. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. So next we have. Uh, I mean, I don't know why you just don't win one of these years, Dan. Because I suck. This next up is Missy Elliott and Debrat with "Sock It To Me." Here we go. Jackson 5. Oh, wow. Right? Eat flip. Maybe. Ready or not. I was looking for affection, so I decided to go. Oh, I know this one. In my direction, I'll be out of control. Let's take it to perfection. Oh, that beat. Production so cool. Yeah. Timbaland. Yeah, this is Timbaland. Yeah. Wow. 
hell? god, that yeah, that beat that uh fucks with you. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Stop fucking with me. <laughs> it's it's that song. It's ready or not, but not the Jackson 5 version. It's Delphonics. Right, right. Ah. Yeah, they do that too. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Yeah, it's classic like Timbaland melody and beat from the yeah, like yeah, the drums stick out. This is when hip hop, some of hip hop is like somewhat less sample heavy. The beats are really more focused on what the producers are doing with the drums and everything. Like they're me- messing with the drums a little bit more, more control over the drums than just like a straight up. You know, you know, boom bat kind of beat. When I this is the era of produ- hip hop production where it's like evolving. When I was doing my hip hop sample power hour, this was the era where I was looking for. It was actually starting with here, going into the early two thousands, where yeah, like it was a lot more like original production stuff coming out. Yeah, and dangerous by Buster Rhymes definitely in the same. What do you want to say? Same type as this? Same vein? Same vein as this, yeah. <laughs> Super interesting rhythm coming yeah. from the drums. Right, right. Versus like what Mace is doing. That's just straight up feel good, sample driven hip hop. Right. This is a little bit more <laughs> experimental. Right. Yep. God, it sucks because like I, I really like that and I like Missy Elliott, but I got to go with Crush. Another thing where I'm going to use Dan's cliche of saying... It would have beaten, you know, a bunch of other things, uh, maybe for me. Uh, yeah, it would have beat Marcy Playground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start saying that like in next year's show, too. Yeah, it would have beat Marcy Playground. <laughs> like that's, that's the low bar. Like, Do you think Invisible Man by 98 Degrees would have beat... Oh wow! Marcy Playground. Wow, wow. We should we should do like a worst of the worst matchup. We should try and figure that out. That would be fun. Remember that, that for the mega show. Yeah, worst of the worst, like mini, yeah. like worst of the worst final four. Yeah, <laughs> mini bracket. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to look through the two. Yeah, see what what was bad. I think it would be like uh, the religious guy would be in there. Oh yeah, Michael um, W. Smith. Michael W. Smith, Marcy Playground. Oh, wait, did you just say another one? Oh, Invisible Man. That's three, and we have to think of another one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this matchup, I'm voting for Crush also. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have no vote. <laughs> I'm just going to go draw. Just don't even wow. bother. No, you can't draw. Not a no, lot. we need I, your I, official I for, vote. I forbid it. My official vote, I guess, will be... I guess I'll go Crush, because I love the Missy Elliott song, but... I guess it gets even better with her, right? It's this is just like a blueprint for what she's gonna do. Yeah, uh, I would say that's true. Yeah, a little bit later on. Right. Yeah. This well, is this is a- definitely peak page. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely peak page. Totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a rough matchup for Missy Elliott. Is that beat and her and we didn't get Debrat yet? Debrat comes in. Right. Yeah. Right. So probably better yeah, stuff to the, come. I think Debrat's on Jennifer Page's song too. <laughs> Oh yeah, probably. 
All right, so next is a me-on-me matchup. This is the 7 seed versus the 10 seed. This is LSG, my body, number 34, against Spice Girls, too much, 69. Too much, 69? I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, no way. They, they were doing it well before Ariana Grande. They were, Spice Girls were more direct. Right, yeah, charting at number 69. All right, here we go. Here's LSG, my body. Body. <laughs> Dave's favorite. Yes. So late for this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Different tone, though. It's almost like, I don't want to say Hawking-esque, but like... <laughs> has that tone. I love it though. <laughs> it does sound more like a person. <laughs> this is great. Do we know who this one is? If I lay you down. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, man. It's a very familiar production in this era. We know it's Levert. Gerard. Right. Ger- is it Gerald Levert or Gerard? Gerald, I think. Right? Gerald Levert, Keith Sweat, and Johnny Gill are the LSGs. Cool. And I was trying to, to figure out who was singing that first verse. It might have been Keith Sweat. Although it wasn't as like, yow, wow, yow, yo. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I'm thinking Keith, it was Keith Sweat's idea to bring in that electronic vocal. <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> That's the sweat specialty. Sweat special. Ooh, sweaty. Ooh, sweaty. Uh, yeah, intro a little long, but like, I, when, it, when it does the... Uh, Nine one one zero zero twenty four. So funny. So I, funny. I, so good. I, I, so good. I, I, Harmony so good. is just so many layers of it. Like uh, yeah. and yeah, very computery, but also humany. Like there's like all that yeah. like synthy and yeah, it's 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 really fun. It's a cyborg. Yeah. This song is a cyborg. Song is a cyborg. Equal parts robot and human. I want to hear more from this group. Did they um only like dip in for one album and then or was, it, was this like a sustaining, sustained group for um, a while? It looks like they had this album in 97, and then they came back in 03, and that's it. Yeah. Now, Johnny Gill from um, New Edition, but also was a solo artist before. Keith Sweat, I think, was always solo. This might be his first time partnering up with uh, other singers in the group. Wow. wow. Le- it's uh, Lay Super Group, LSG. It's... Le Supergroup. Le Supergroup. Super group. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. Next, going up against, is their back Spice Girls with Too Much. Oh, wow. Here we go. Ooh. Wow, wow. And an acoustic guitar. <laughs> what the hell? They throw you off with that. Oh, it's this time signature? Yes. Waltz. 
to waltz, yeah. <laughs> Bending. Is this, is this ginger? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Sporty, of course. Hey. When the, bending the acoustic guitar like Bow. keyboard patch. <laughs> I love it. Kind of goofy, but I yeah. like it too. Yeah. So I didn't think about this until now, but um, second year in a row where we had two Spice Girl songs. Yeah. Right. They just one upbeat song and one ballad. They said just come in hot in the, in the, the draft. I said that. Said that in the draft. Well, it's official now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We weren't sure before, right? <laughs> and you know what? It's not too much of the Spice Girls. I like both of these. Me too. Uh, You're not the only one. I, I, I like this. I think, I think this is good. Yeah, I do too. Um, is it better than my body? I kind of forgot my body now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're both they're okay. They're both like silly and 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 goofy in their own way. Right. Like they each have aspects that make them a little too like they're taking themselves a little too seriously. But I right. like both of them for the same kind of reasons. They both could easily be parodied. Right. They're and paratable. yet paratable. <laughs> Dan is right that lsg it's a little late for some of that vibe oh yeah but also it's like i don't, I don't know I, well, i'm a little spice girls are kind of doing like a doo-wop thing so like, i was gonna going say they're almost earlier, doing yeah i was gonna say they're almost sound. kind of in the same in the same uh territory so i don't know i i, I kind of am leaning spice girls but i don't know how much longevity that has but i don't know I I wouldn't mind an overtime. This feels like a very perfect overtime opportunity. Okay, let's do it. Feel almost exactly the same about both. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. They both uh, delighted me. <laughs> delighted me. And, Here and we they go. had humorous moments, both of them. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. It's part of the delightment. Here is LSG, my body, for 30 more seconds. <laughs> Oh shit. Go oh. <laughs> That's that was Keith. That was Keith. That was definitely Keith, yeah. To us every time. Yeah. <laughs> he tripped into like a puddle or something at the end. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. Cause like Gil got to, I think it was probably Gil or Levert really like going like full in. Sounded amazingly technical. And then Keith gotta do his thing too. Keith was there to do. <laughs> I'm laughing at your noise, <laughs> Dave. Like what you just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened. It sounded like somebody put him in reverse. 
Oh my uh, god! Wow, that made my body very happy. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. God, how does Keith do that to us every time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, thank you for that, Keith. All right, well, here's 30 more seconds of... <laughs> of Step it up, too, Spice. Too much, yeah. With that, those guitar bands. I think mm. I think we got to give it to 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 LSG for the for the laugh. I mean, in terms of in terms of overtime performance, I don't know. I mean, that's like yeah, Spice Girls. That for some reason that thirty second felt like a group of witches that were like casting like uh, some kind of a spell like around a cauldron huh. like like the vibe of it I just I got that vibe from it like right like so it's like you know any grouping of women over three is <laughs> a bunch of witches Dan great. It felt like a spell. Now we're all going to get canceled. <laughs> it sounded like a spell. I don't know what, what, how else to explain now, it. It, it. It literally sounded like, like a spell. Hocus Pocus. An, hocus incanta- pocus. an incantation. Like yes. Disney witches. Disney, 100%. Disney witches. Disney witches. Twitches. Right. Uh, WandaVision. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> not a spoiler. I said spoiler after uh, I spoiled it. <laughs> um, no, we all knew. It's not a spoiler. You don't even know what I'm talking about. All right, so LSG, my body, goes not just her. No, that's not what I'm talking about. No, that's (laughs) like I don't know. Okay, so (laughs) and yeah, LSG better overtime performance, uh, side splitting. Yeah, the the song is called "My Body." That my body, they split open my body for laughter. Yes, but also the Spice Girls. I it it did feel like it was I don't know day jobby. Oh, let's just get one out, girls. Yeah, like didn't, there it was a lot of passion in that song. It lost. I like the I like the verse much better than the chorus. The chorus definitely lost the luster for the song for me. Yeah, still liked it, but it does not compete with my body. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so uh, moving on, Dan versus Dave again. The three seed versus the fourteen seed. Backstreet Boys, everybody, Backstreet's back. 22 versus Lorena McKinnett Mummers, the Mummers dance, number 83. And I think Dan forgot to remind me about his single version for one of the songs. Uh, the Backstreet Boys, right thank you. It's, um, oh, it's both their... of these right here. Both of these songs oh, are the great. ones that need to be singled. So, yes, Brandon, for the Backstreet Boys, the album version is the extended version. We don't want to play that. If you go to the... There's a movie soundtrack, the movie with Jonah Hill, and... This uh, is the end. Excuse which, me, this is the end. This is Except the end this. soundtrack. No. It has <laughs> the radio edit, which is what we want. Moneyball. Um, yeah, you got it. <laughs> did, did you find it? Yep. Okay. All right, here yep. we go. Okay. Oh, yeah, let's get yours ready. Yeah, up. mine is the Mummer's Dance single remix. I don't like that we're playing a remix for Dave's, but hey. It this is, is what, what it, is. it is, though. I swear. Okay, here we go. Everybody, Backstreet's back. It's not the album version. From the top. I swear. I swear. I swear. Yeah, yeah, we know this one. 
<laughs> Did you not know before? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know. This is AJ. I don't. Is it? Oh, maybe it's not Nick. Not all of them. It definitely wasn't was Nick. Nick. No, I thought it was Brian in the beginning. Oh, sorry. It is probably Nick. Now AJ. Now AJ. It's AJ. Now it's AJ. Hey, sorry. Now it's AJ. Again, great slap drum. Great slap drum. Yeah, smack. Halloween. Yeah, the music video is very Halloween, too. Bass is ascending. Nick? Nick. Now Nick. That's Nick. That's Nick. The slap snare like, we, like we're used to with them. Great. So fun. Kind of provocative, right? Am I sexual? Like straight yeah. up asking that in a boy band song? Did he say that one yet? Yeah. Oh, he did? Okay. I remember, um, yeah, being a little kid and yeah, like... I was turned on. Kids knowing this song and kids saying it like, oh my God, don't, oh, he just <laughs> cursed. Oh, like I said it. Like I remember that. It was like That a was thing. my first boner. <laughs> believe it or not. I believe it. <laughs> this song rules. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a ton of fun. It, it's great that it starts without the B, you know, just like it's very cinematic, like everybody. Right, just a right? synth, them and synth, like na, na, na. yeah, like and oh my god, we're back again. Is that what they say? Yeah. Oh my a, god, we're back again. Just to That's continue, so funny. you know, the only, okay, the only explanation I've got is this is side two. <laughs> Right on, on, pretty, CD. on the cassette. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, cassette on on the cassette. That on makes cassette, sense. I'm almost positive it is. I think it's side two in the cassette. That makes sense then. <laughs> so they're back. That's uh, the it's the opening track of the album. Oh, is I it? Got, I got nothing. <laughs> but they had well, an al- They had an album before this. Mm. Right. They had one in Sweden. I guess you're right. Yeah, but with different songs. Not with different songs. This is the first American album. There's a 1996 album called Backstreet Boys. It's the debut day album. This song, Everybody, is not on it. Oh, interesting. And on the second, and then in 1997, Backstreet's Back comes out, which is the second studio album with Everybody. Yeah, but right, but yeah, but the original Backstreet the Boys is, album got released in the U.S. with that title, also with this song on it. The original album was only released in Germany, so it technically is their second album. But for an American audience, it's their first album. This is their first album, right? So that's that's why, because it is technically their second album, and it's the opening track, and it says everybody. But I don't think there's any songs that are on that German album that aren't on the American album. I think it's all the same songs. If you look There's at a lot of if you look at the crossover. if you look at the track list, I think it's the same. I think all the singles were later released on the second self-titled debut in the United States in 1997. Backstreet Boys. It's called Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I don't know what you're referencing with Backstreet's back. Maybe that's what they called it in Germany. That's what they called it in Germany or, no, or internationally. No. Internationally, it's called Backstreet's Back. Okay, got it. Yeah, because I remember the American CD. It was self-titled. I think the German release has all the same songs, though. Of like, except for everybody. Except for everybody. Okay. Well, at least maybe not except for, but everybody is not on their first release. Okay. So that's why they're saying we're back again. I guess so. 
Very confusing. Back in the it's U.S. It's so confusing that they would... <laughs> <laughs> Back they in would the, like, yeah. for their debut album in the U.S., go for that angle. But hey, it wasn't their first single. Back right, in the so USSR. It was their fourth. And uh, just a really cool bass line. Yeah. Oh my God, we're back again. Back again. So they're saying they're back for a second time. Like they already returned once. Yeah, we're ca- yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a, a third appearance. <laughs> All right. It, yeah, it's redundant. It's redundant. Okay, so now here we go. Lorena McKinnett, the Mummers Dance single remix. Also kind of Halloween related. Right. Here we go. This is a spooky uh, bracket. Oh, hell yeah. Spooky Showdown on Dead and Brave presents. Oh, some interesting yeah, instruments. Didgeridoo. Pure moods. Totally. the fuck um <laughs> but i saw brandon's face i know he's enamored he is he is in uh, yeah it's like the fifth element singer <laughs> it's it's yeah it is very um pure moods like for sure it, it definitely should have been on pure moods i guess she just didn't get it out there in time it's too late pure moods is like 96 94 and then the release oh, was right. 97 right so a little too late. But she's Canadian, actually. Canadian Celtic. Uh, Deborah Cox, also Canadian. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Canadian ladies are making a big splash this year in the Boardman. No. And I feel like Jennifer Page is probably Canadian, but I cannot confirm that. <laughs> she just has a Canadian vibe, too. Uh, Let's see. No, she's American. Yeah, I think, right, yeah, I think Keith Sweat is Canadian. <laughs> Canadian sweat. <laughs> uh, yeah, enchanting, right? Enchanting. It's she like, she kind of looks like Patricia Clarkson. It's definitely like a come hither song. Yeah. Come hither. Moody. Almost like Kate Bushian at points. Totally. Totally. The Celtic vibe. This is kind of witchy too, Dan. Definitely. But the witches lost last time. Pre-modern religion. Uh <laughs> Ceremony vibes. <laughs> Pagan. No, 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 no. This is... Uh, they're so similar, though. These two songs are so similar, though. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, both similarly spooky. <laughs> this is one... Of, so this is one of these matchups where I'm like, everybody is... Is it as perfect of a pop song as Quit Playing Games? Maybe not. But... Pretty damn close to being perfect of a pop song. But listening to this Mummer's Dance thing, it's like I'm so enamored with it. 
in the moment. And that's almost the the point of the tournament is it's like minute against minute. I enjoyed that minute more. Well, it seems like you have an easy vote then. Listen, <laughs> I feel the same as well. <laughs> Everybody has always been a fun song for me in my life. Mummer's Dance. This song, I cannot tell if I've heard it before or not. I, there's something slightly familiar about it, but not enough where I was like, whoa, yeah, this one, this was on the radio all the time. Uh, Z100. It kept being KTU. on the precipice of like, oh, yeah, I recognize that, but then I didn't. Yeah, but I love those pure mood vibes. I think I have to go for the pure mood vibes. It's so unique for this tournament. Um, I got to vote for Backstreet Boys. I think to take this song down, you got to bring the power. I think you've got to bring something special. I like this Lorena McKinnon thing a lot. And I'm mostly voting for Backstreet Boys just because I think they're going to lose here. And I'm not ready to say goodbye to this song. I think it's too good. But yeah, Mumbers is great. This is, this is a cool thing. This is, And I'm happy this is in the tournament. And it could go pretty far. I mean, we, you know, we'll see. But um, I'm voting, my vote is for Backstreet Boys, though, because I love this song. Yeah, my official vote is for Lorena Bobbitt. Um, Mummer's dance is moving on. Man, hey. Uh, too unique to lose. Gotta respect it was just... It. Oh. Enchanting. Sarah McLaughlin is also Canadian. Yes. Wow. Canada's We're allowed to talk about her again. Wow. It took, a, it took another Canadian to take her out, though. Oh, that was, a, that. That was a Canadian matchup. Oh, Crazy. wow, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, crazy, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> On this American show, what? What? Or as the uh, Spice Girls would say, loco. <laughs> 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 All right. Here is the final <laughs> matchup of the tournament. Ooh, this is good too. Yeah. So the six seed versus the eleven seed. This is me versus Dave. Madonna, Frozen, number thirty-two, against. Praz, ODB, and Maya with Ghetto Superstar, number 70. Um, here we go. Madonna, Frozen. Life is a mystery. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is important, Dan. Dan, take notice. Also pure moodsy. Uh. Ooh, farty. You only see what your eyes want to see. Oh yeah. How can life be what yeah. you want it to be? You're frozen. I forgot about this song too. Yep. Not open. Got you so many hits. Oh, didn't even kick in yet. Oh, nice. So fucking cool. Foreplay. Oh, just the brewing. Wow. So as soon as I it started, I also recognized it. But you know what I think is in my mind? I fused this and secret together because you think it could go right into hmm, my baby got a secret. Like it sounds right. like it could be okay. that song. So I think I fused the two of them together. That's why I forgot about this one. Oh. But yeah, that when that snare, 
is this na, 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 na. is this that song? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. God, I haven't that thought song about, it gets good. I haven't thought about good. this one That's in a, a long time. I'm remembering know, how the rest of the song goes now. Wow. Okay. There was something frozen in your memory. Frozen in time. That did not allow you to take this song with you for years. <laughs> CD 101.9. She has so many hits, and um, it's it's great to have her in the tournament again. Yeah, and she's coming in with some new sounds. She's not just, oh, I'm Madonna. I can just do like a version again because that's what people want from me. Right. No. She reinvents again and again, and she did. This is what, her seventh reinvention or something like that? I can't even keep count. She's got dark hair in the video. That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. That's <laughs> crazy. I'm talking about reinvention. Dark hair. Uh, <laughs> co-produced with William Orbit, of course, who did so much stuff. Like Robbie Williams, um, more a bunch of Madonna, Blur, like a bunch of crap. Uh, I don't remember what else. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of shit. <laughs> a bunch of crap you shouldn't hear because it's crap. Um, anyway. Uh, no. Great Madonna song. Let's listen to Ghetto Superstar by Praz, ODB, and Maya. Here we go. Islands in the stream. Man, man. ODB. It's so shaky sounding. Some got hopes and dreams. We got ways and means. The supreme dream team always up with a scheme. This is Braz, right? Yes. Mirage to the top. Floating on the screen. Who the hell want to stop me? I hear that those who got me. A million refugees with unlimited warranties. Black Caesar. Dating top divas. Diplomatic immunities. No time for a visa. It just begun. I'm going to shoot them one by one. Got five signs to me. Something like a Pentagon. Strike with the forces of King Solomon. Damn. Cool production. Cool production. Really cool production. I don't think I realized at the time that this was Maya. Like, I think when she came out with her, like, solo stuff, I was right. like, oh, this is a new person that I don't know exists. Same. Same. I wish I could say same. This song had a big impact on me, so I definitely knew it was Maya. But it was the first time I heard about her. This might be her first major like thing. dave when my love is like whoa came out you were like oh the ghetto superstar person yes okay okay i love this song okay. as a kid see this is one of my favorite songs. i'm like with brandon whereas yeah i thought that was like maya was somebody new yeah and like i knew this song but i i just didn't exactly. realize it was maya exact same with me yeah totally it's good it's good the production is very cool doesn't it feel like it's shaking the whole time? Like it's very disjointed. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah it's a very choppy. Really cool bass. Really. There's cool. like I think live bass mixed in with maybe a sample. I don't know. It, but it's very bass flexy, and I believe the production is by Wyclef Jean. Yep. 
and uh, Che Pope, who uh, produced on Miseducation of Lauren Hill and Bound 2. And, um, you know, I heard rumors that Armando Colon also contributed to the song. <laughs> well, he was not credited for it because um, people wanted to erase him and his, uh, his efforts. Yeah, it's a sad story. <laughs> kind of mirrors my own life, actually. It is, uh, uh, you know, featured on the soundtrack for Bullworth. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? Yes. I never saw it. It's a wild movie. Yep. Halle Berry and um, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, like a political satire. I uh, okay. I love Ghetto Superstar, but I gotta vote Madonna. I, it's that the lush strings, the attacking drums, and she's back. Um, Dave, you're probably not gonna like this style of voting. If you're, if I'm assuming you're leaning to a Ghetto Superstar, I could be wrong. But if you are, you're not gonna like my vote here because I'm voting. I know why you're voting the way you're voting. It, well, before it, you do that, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say this. Madonna Frozen is cooler, but it gets way better. We didn't hear the really, really cool aspects of the song yet. That's my that's my only reservation for voting for it. While Praz, ODB, Maya came in full swinging. It sounds awesome. Um, they delivered. Like, I do want Frozen to move forward, but I almost feel like I'm I'm voting because of the what it's going to bring in the future versus what it brought this minute. Because it was a lot of preamble. It was very cool, though. But it was like... It's a lot of preamble, but I think also for songs... Of a lot of the songs where there is a large preamble, she at least made it unique. Whereas yeah, definitely. Sometimes definitely. It, was very, it was a very cool minute, that will, and the song will get better. I just... Yeah, fair. I, I think you're kind of voting for the future. Not Maybe not Brandon, but I think Dan is. It's the future, but it's also the over-familiarity with Ghetto Superstar. Whereas Frozen, I don't really remember fair. this song. That's I don't know if there's any... I don't remember a bridge if there is one. Like, Ghetto Super, like, And again, it's not really an honest minute-for-minute minute vote, but I know Ghetto Superstar. I know the whole song. I know, I know where it goes. Frozen, I don't remember a whole lot. I kind of remember this chorus. So it's that too, and I and honestly, minute for minute, yeah, I guess it is more interesting. Definitely more unique. Well, yeah. I don't know if I want to say more unique because I don't know if we've really heard a lot of stuff like Ghetto Superstar. Yeah, it's true too. Yeah, here's the thing: I want the matchup of Madonna versus McKinnon, but I think my honest opinion is that Ghetto Superstar brought it more. So I will, I will technically vote for that. All right, so we have the whole picture of our elite eat. We have. On the left side of the bracket, Deborah Cox, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here, versus Mace, Feel So Good. We have Spice Girls, Spice Up Your Life, versus Busta Rhymes, Dangerous. We have, on the right side of the bracket, Jennifer Page, Crush, versus LSG, My Body. And we have Lorena McKinnett, The Mummer's Dance, versus Madonna, Frozen. So, uh, we have three Daves. Two Dans, two Brands, and a DVP S5. So a nice, nice collective of contenders uh, going into the Elite Eight. Some good contenders for lookbacks in the future that were eliminated. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, the next episode where we will be back to continue and complete, to continue and complete. Uh, this edition of the Dan and Bray Presents Tournament, where we will do the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the Champion 
ship round. Yeah. Wow. This is a lot of, there's a lot of competition here, right? Like I would yeah. say there's at least six songs that I could see win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe five, six, One, two. more than usual. Yeah. Five, usual. I, five could do it. Honestly, yeah. I think. A lot of contenders. It's going to be interesting. I'm excited for this. This is one of my, I think, one of the most solid first rounds. And maybe not, like, the most, like, incredible, but it's just, like, everything's been pretty, well, except for fucking Macy's Day Playground. Um, yeah. The shit was that brought pretty down, solid. Brought down the whole tournament. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, I take it back. This was the worst year. <laughs> All it takes is that one song to... Yeah. Ruin everybody else's day. Yeah. yeah. So this has been the first pod part of this tournament. I've been presenter Brandon. We will be back. Join us. Presenter number two, presenter Danny here. Enjoying it so far. We'll see what happens. Come uh, championship Thursday or Friday. Whenever pod part two comes out, make sure to listen. You usually only listen to that one, so whatever. Yes, there's a lot of benefits to just listening to part two, um, which we will explain in the next pod part. But until then, this is Dave Cologne, and I will make my prediction here right now. I believe a Canadian or an American pretending to be British will win <laughs> this tournament. I agree. I think I think Keith Sweat will win. <laughs> which one he is? Who knows? Yes. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Or or uh, an American who seems like they could be Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Take, care. Take, care. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Danden Brave Presents. If you like the kind of thing you heard today, why not please rate and review us on iTunes? You can follow us on Twitter at Danden Brave and on Instagram at Danden Brave Presents. God bless you all. And may forgotten podcaster Danden Brave live on forever in our ears.